Good morning, everybody, and welcome to a very special Nooner podcast on the Smog Coat Internet Network. Yay! So you're probably enjoying the holidays. We are uh, taking this week off, but we've recorded this very special episode where Kruger gets oh. caught taking drugs. What? What happened? Uh, oh. That was a little hot. What happened to you? Uh, I did what now? You, no, no, you know. It's how, a very special episode. You know how, oh, I get caught. Yeah, like when Theo gets caught with a joint in his uh, textbook. Theo Huxtable, and he's like, oh, and then his that dad. From the Cosby come, show. Yeah, and then his dad like, no, said, no, those aren't the right yeah, drugs. Put the pills in the uh, uh, See, I did it. I get caught taking Mucinex, as you can hear from my stuffed up head. Oh, jeez, uh, are you well? No, mm, but you still soldiered through to make it. To this podcast. Yeah. That's nice. Wow. All right. Do well, we everyone sound else like shit or do the headphones sound like shit? shit headphones sound like yeah. shit. Okay, cool. A- and we sound like shit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Thanks for enjo- uh, for, ch- for tuning in. Uh, we are not God. obviously streaming live. Uh, you okay, made the joke and then you ended it. I know. Are we really starting committed. over? No, we can't yeah, start. Yeah. And three... That joke never gets jokey. (laughs) (laughs) Three, two. So it's the holidays. Do you like? Are there a? Is there a holiday movie that that like that you enjoy? Die Hard. Love Actually. (laughs) Okay. Well, I I think we've had this conversation before. (laughs) Next question. Yeah, we're gonna wrap up early. Yeah. Uh, Die Hard. (laughs) Yes, I have a meeting. What, you have a meeting after this? No, he said we're going to wrap up early. It's because you usually have a meeting. Oh, right. Yeah. No, I have a yeah. meeting with some fried chicken. I've got... Oh, grrr. Yeah. Are you down for some fried chicken? I have headshots tomorrow, so I will be eating you not can- the skin. <laughs> that means she's down. Dedication uh, to the craft. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's a horrifying thing to be told that, oh, if you eat salt the day before pictures, you're going to look like this. And I'm like... If you eat know. salt, what's yeah, a water yeah. pill? Isn't that a thing? Like, yeah, that- there's caffeine in those, so that's why I don't want to take them. Oh, because I really try to avoid the the caffeine. Yeah, an old girlfriend of mine's sister used to date Johnny Depp, and he would. Are there water pills or for when, they get rid of your water weight when you you're menstruating, like right? diuretics, or just in general? Or just in general, he yeah, would. He would. If you're a wrestler, you take. The he water would start pills. pounding them right before shooting a movie. Yeah, because his face gets puffy. So that's it. for those. That's puffy. I think it is puffy because okay. he drinks four million dollars worth of wine a month. Yeah, but, <laughs> but that's like six bottles though. Because then, then I, I think I met him and I went, "Oh my, what the fuck happened?" To, oh, that's, look like that's what he drowned. looks like when he. Yes, he's the bloated corpse of himself. So <laughs> when he's not filming, he looks like us, and then when he's filming, when he's filming, he looks he's like just like his cheekbones are popping, right. and, and his, he looks gaunt. And I'm like, and he's oh. dehydrated. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's all just fucking chemicals. Well, so that's the look I'm going for, basically. Okay. It's like the gaunt, like dehydrated. You look amazing. Dead. Mm. Yeah. Uh, who's taking your photos? Do you, is it, do you have a guy that you are a person that you normally go to? Yep. I got a guy. Uh huh. That's good. All right. How often do you get your headshots done? This is my first round in like two years. I look exactly the same that I did two years ago, too, but yeah. my commercial agent wants new ones. Yeah. Because I can't get auditions. 
I feel like that's a scam between agents and photographers because it's just like, can't you just take a picture of yourself and send it? Is that is that still a thing? No, There's they a- need one that I look friendly. Ooh. 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 <laughs> We're going to need a couple extra filters. <laughs> yeah. Go, go to the car and get the bounce car. Yeah. <laughs> get the friendly pills. <laughs> yeah. Those are the pills I'm going to take tomorrow. I gain weight on the friendly pills. I mean, I had the same headshot for like six years. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm just lazy about it. And did you have like the uh, the montage one or whatever it's called? Like you, you yeah. with a captain's hat and Man, you and the, and same outfit but a fireman's hat, <laughs> same fireman's expression hat. with the baseball cap. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's but they're so airbrushed; they don't look like you. Like you look at them and you go, "Oh, I can't wait to meet this person." And then this monster no, walks it. No, that's the, that's changing. The, yeah, that's changing. Basically, like the worst is like uh, a casting director was uh, telling me, like you know he. He went out to the room to find, you know, to pick the person who had the headshot in his hands, and he couldn't find her because nobody looked like that headshot. Yeah. And so if you don't, if you walk into a room, you don't look like your headshot, then... I mean, it shouldn't look like your driver's license, where you just look angry. Yeah, you want to be the best you possible. Yeah, but... I feel like my driver's license looks a lot more like me, though, than my headshots do. Wow. Yeah. I I look cute in my driver's license. Aw. <laughs> I got lucky. I... I... Um, just, I think I made an expression that you can't. I just made a giant smile, like just a goofy grin, and I don't think you can do that anymore on the on your headshots or your driver's license. Oh, you they can't. don't let you smile for your driver's license. No, well, I mean, so like if everyone's gonna look like shit, or if I'm gonna look like shit, everyone has to. They want to make sure that their their uh, AI can pick you out of a you know out of uh, all the cameras, hmm. you know. So if you do, you to- smile on your. Head, commercial headshots? You don't smile. Oh, you, you, you do smile. You smile so. in your commercial ones. That's yeah. why I need new ones. And your theatrical one. You look serious. Yeah. You just, yeah. But and what, I, and what about your podcast headshots? It's just you behind all this equipment. Yeah. It's just yeah. waving. Me in pajamas, like unshaven, <laughs> like bedhead, and just like with with a Johnny Depp, like, you know, puffiness, turgidness in yeah. my cheeks. Oh, turgidness. Look at you. Uh, Alex, I'll take uh, vocabulary for a thousand. Uh, Is that so Doug- Jeopardy sound that you just made? No, that was me just being turgid. turgid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Look, I just used a new word. Yeah. So wait, the, back to the original question. Die Hard. Love Actually. All right. Next question. What about your favorite Hanukkah movie? Uh, um, the Murrowitz stories. <laughs> Showa? Uh, <laughs> Did you see the Murat stories? No, but I have a feeling it's my favorite Hanukkah movie. I'm actually looking forward to seeing it. What is it? It's on know. Netflix. The Noah Baumbach film with uh, Ben Ugh. Stiller, Ben Stiller, Adam and Adam Sandler, Sandler, and Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. A good Hanukkah Dusty. movie. Oh, yeah, a lot of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there was a time when the schmitz and the like a lot of that. No, no. Why are you so mean to your wife? Be nice to Stella. She was at Brandeis when the thing did the schmat. Like enough. I don't. No, it's, I grew we up. We have that. small penises. It's our thing. Oh. That I didn't know. It's a line from the movie. Oh. <laughs> I've met many a Jewish man that isn't that. I'm just saying. That's like they make jokes about their penises. Uh huh. They do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the opinions of Cassandra Cardenas and does not necessarily reflect the. Okay. The yeah. Uh, I'm the first person yeah. to notice the Jewish men talk about their tiny dicks. Uh, <laughs> Steve, tell us about your tiny dick. Are you well, Jewish? Yes. <laughs> it's, um. Sally! It's. That's all right. It's pretty big. All right. Hey. I don't know. That's good. See? I don't, uh. I don't think about it that much. That's good. After about age 14, you really shouldn't think about the size of your dick. Why? Because it doesn't really 
Has it, hasn't uh, our bodies ourselves taught us anything? It's other parts that it, it's you make love with your brain. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> I, I got lost. I got lost there. I don't know where. <laughs> it's the that's you're worth sense. anything. You're, you're making worth. love with your fucking brain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, no, the Meyerowitz stories is supposed to be good. It's supposed to be like it, it's, it's about Hanukkah. No, oh. it's just about uh, it's about two brothers and their their fucked up dad. Isn't the story of Hanukkah pretty gruesome? Right? Isn't it like it was? You a, tell us. I don't remember. <laughs> Something about how they were out of um, everything, and well, they only had about, a, a little bit of oil. Eight yeah. crazy nights, right? To Adam but it, it oh, was, that's a good Hanukkah movie. Yeah. It was some insane battle that went on for months and months, and murder and death, and uh, you celebrate like, oh, we we had light for eight days. Okay, so was... Les Miserables is my favorite Hanukkah movie. Then okay, all right, that mm. makes sense. The Thank Russell Crowe one? Or the, yes. Oh, yeah. That's yeah good of one. course. He's good, great. The good the Aussie Jew. Uh, <laughs> don't make me talk in an Australian accent. I'll never stop. Uh, I guess not. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, you missed it uh, before. Oh, but no, she didn't miss anything. But uh, um, what about you, well, Marty? Like, no, yeah. but the, it's not a, a huge holiday in the Jewish traditions. Right? Hanukkah. Hanukkah. No. Hanukkah's not a big holiday? No. Yom the, Kippur. It, and Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. But it it became one just because it coincided with with uh, Christmas and it sometimes does sometimes it co- it, it takes it, place in November the same the season Jews are on some weird iCal <laughs> fucking I I, know, I don't even know what it is, is it iCal 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 I don't know when it is this year it's it should be it's on the same up, day I think yeah indeed. but no one knows but. Um, but but because of that, like kids, Jewish kids wanted presents because all their goy friends were getting kid presents, and so then yes, they get eight, yeah, you get eight shitty presents that yeah. build to one okay one. December thirteenth right. is the oh, first, first day night. of Hanukkah. 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 Well, to all our Jewish listeners, <laughs> there are none. Shalom. Um, also, nice use of the word goy. Oh, thank you. I learned that that was a word uh, after reading Portnoy's complaint. Oh, uh, yeah. that's a great story. Will you tell us the book. whole story of Fortnite? Something about <laughs> masturbating furiously. Well, that you had me at, at fear. Um, masturbating fear. I'm in. <laughs> uh, okay. So do you guys have, where, where are you going? When this podcast plops, where are you going to be? Ew. <laughs> plops? Yeah, that's what they do. Mm. Mexico City. Ooh. Oh, have you been before? Nope. I hear it's a very metropolitan place. Very excited. Felicidades. And uh, fantastic food. Yes. And uh, a lot of people, a lot of pollution. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. Mile high. It's like LA, but with fewer Jews. Oh, but still some. <laughs> some. Yeah, uh, there are Mexican Jews, right? Uh, I know one. Yeah. Oh. Vivian Martinez. Oh, she's Jewish? I did not know that. Yep, she's a Mexican Jew. And it's also the birthplace of Louis C.K., Great. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of masturbating furiously. Yeah. Oh, too uh, soon. Uh, Cassandra. Oh, oh. It's not. <laughs> How about you? What? Where are you going to be? When, when this podcast plops? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, L.A. Oh, okay. So I'm not leaving. Are you going to see your sister? No. All right. Fuck her. Fuck her. My mom's coming up. Aw. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll have, we'd love to see her. Um. Yeah. Now, 
we uh, where are you going to be, Marty? I'll be right, right. here in this right here <laughs> podcasting. I, alone. I, I I spend so many days just talking into a mic that's not hooked up to anything. You practicing? I, uh, well, practicing entertaining myself. Scrimmaging. This is my <laughs> masturbating furiously. It's oh, just God. Just, Talking into a dead mic. That's a nice form of therapy, though. Just like saying everything that's on your mind all the time. And saying things that even aren't on my mind, but they're still coming out of my mouth. Uh, I do that, but into my phone with my, my head cones, you know, um, my, um, my earbuds. Um, 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 um. No, I just, I, t- I pretend I'm on the phone with someone, but I'm just talking to myself. Oh, yeah. I'll do that when I'm walking around in public, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially when I'm walking to a Trader Joe's and there's someone with a clipboard. Yes. I go, Bob, it's Carol. She just will not close this deal. I'm with sorry, Alice. And you got to pick up the, the right side of the headphones with the microphone and bring it closer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I looked at the deal. We're, we're, we're miles apart. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't sign anything. I'm, I'm Canadian. That, that was <laughs> right, my excuse. Right. I don't, I don't live in this district. Also, speaking of Jewish, being Jewish, and my wife discovered this when we first moved in together. And it was, stop it. When we first moved in together and a Jehovah's Witness knocked on the door, I said, just go and look him in the eye and say, sorry, we're Jewish. And she did. And they looked at her, looked at each other, looked back at her and said, have a great day. And they just leave. The Jehovah's Witnesses want nothing to do with you if you're a Jew. Oh, um, I, ooh, all I do is I, well, it depends how much time. If I have a lot of time. <laughs> you bring them in. That, well, no, because I will say to them. I will say like, oh well, I'm sorry, I don't support, and it's usually a woman, or like because they they they're these. That's sexist. No, but and just statistically, it's usually been oh, women. that's statistical. Who's yeah. mostly women? Uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, ladies. Oh, that's interesting. And then I say, you know, I'm sorry, like I don't support. I, I, I say, um, uh, do they allow women in the in uh, to be leaders in the church? And they say, oh no, no, it's just men. And because that's true. And I say, well, come on in. And then I say, I'm sorry, I can't support a sexist religion. And then they're like, it's not sexist. And I'm like, oh, okay. So why don't they like, why don't they allow uh, women to be leaders in the church? And they say, uh, well, it's because it says so in the Bible. And I said, okay, well, then that's sexist. And they're like, No, it's not sexist. We believe uh, in treating men and women the same. Like, well, but then how can and. And then well, I it says in the back. Bible that man can have, you know, kids, and so they don't let the men have kids in Jehovah's Witness. Oh. That's equal, right? I guess so. I guess so. I, you know what? I Are sh- they the ones that don't drink soda? Uh, no. Who's the one who doesn't have music? Oh, it's Mormons. Mormons don't drink caffeine. So soda. Well, you could have Sprite. All the Fanta you want. The un- all the Uncola you want. Want a Fanta. Um, what were you saying? What did you just ask? There's one that doesn't have music. Oh, uh, I don't know, Pentecostals? Something like that. Um, the, the Footloose religion, you know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. No music? That sounds... That's not for me. Yeah. Sounds great. Um, I could get behind a no music religion. Well, that's my tip to you. The next time they oh, come to the I, door, no, just, I'm, And you especially look them in the eye and go, born and raised Jewish, they, they leave. Okay, when I lived by myself, I craved any sort of, no, like, any sort of contact. And... Then it got to the point where, you know, they keep a database of, of like, weirdos. Weirdos. And so I would see them walking by and I'm like, hey, Paul! Hey! Paul, come on, let's talk! Let's chat! And so you could be, like, mean to them and be like, I don't like your religion? No, I'm not being mean. I'm just, I'm, I'm just engaging. You're them. the biggest troll I know. I am. I'm, ter- but I'm, I, but I am legitimately, like, interested in how you defend that sort of thing. So are trolls. No, they're not. Sometimes. 
Yeah. Well, are you a Jehovah's Witness? You're worried. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk after the podcast. Okay. We'll take this off. I want you to read this uh, Watchtower. Yeah. Wait, is that them? Are they the Watchtower? We had a screening of The Room here for my sister who had seen The Disaster Artist. And she said, oh, you know, I'm really not that interested in seeing The Room. I'm like, she read the book, saw the movie, and uh, and she's like, I, I don't think I need to see it. That's and, dumb. That's like seeing, I'm gonna, I have to give the wife the, the credit for this because I didn't come up with it. Hearts of Darkness and going, wow, that was a, that was a tough movie they made there, Apocalypse Now. Do you want to see, nah, that's cool. Nah, yeah. I don't want to see it. Did, did you, have you seen The Room? I literally just watched it last night. And what did you think? <laughs> okay, well, well, I, it's orgasmic. Those, if you don't know what we're talking about, The Disaster Artist is the, the new James Franco movie that he wrote and directed. And if you don't in. know what it is, you have stumbled onto your child's podcast on their phone. Right, right. Put the, put give, the phone down. Give it back give to it your Give it back, kid. Grandpa. If you haven't yeah. heard of the fucking room, you're, you're on another planet. And, uh, but it was made by this, this guy from New Orleans named... Um, Tommy Wiseau, and he. I am from New Orleans. Yeah, and he um, made this six million dollar movie, allegedly, allegedly, where he bought all the equipment <laughs> and allegedly. Uh, no, he did buy the filmed equipment. it in the Burning Sword parking lot. I want to know how he made all the money. Yeah, that that is a, a mystery, and he stars in it, wrote in it, wrote it, and uh, directed. He wrote it. in it, yeah, for sure. It. And it's um. It is one of the most entertaining movies you'll ever see. Yes. And people say, oh, is it bad? Is it good because it's bad? No, it's, it's, it's singular. It's, Disagree. I don't, uh, okay, go on. No, keep going. And oh. I will no, I just think bash it, everything you said. Okay. Uh, it, it doesn't make any sense. The acting is terrible. The writing is awful. But it is just uh, endlessly entertaining to me. I've seen it several times. Kruger, you've seen it. Well, many more. 15 times. Yeah. And, and you've also read the book a few times. Mm-hmm. The Disaster Artist was written by uh, the co-producer and... Um, Assistant and, to Tommy Wiseau. Also the, the line producer. Line producer. Also and, the co-lead. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think he did craft service. Mark, so, yeah, Mark yeah. is my best friend. Uh, <laughs> yes. And so the, the movie the, the Disaster Artist just came out this weekend um, for those, well, in the past. Last weekend. Whatever. Yes. Two weekends ago. And what? And you just saw the room. Who did you see it with? I watched it with Mickey and the Midge. And had they seen it before? Yes. And what did? What was your reaction when you saw? I it? I thought it was fucking boring. Uh huh. Yeah, because so I love a movie that is unintentionally bad. I love it. I think Neil Breen movies are fun and great. Who, who, so so Gen Z Neil Breen. He's like the new Tommy Wiseau. Is that the guy yeah. from Vegas? Yeah, he's the guy from Vegas. Um, I think his movies are fun. Um, There's just like, I don't know, it was just boring. I didn't, there was, Mickey kept telling me that I was looking for too much. You know, he was like, quit trying to latch on to something. You're not going to find anything to latch on to. And it's maybe that's my problem. Mm -hmm. But I just, (laughs) I don't know. It was, it was too, it was just bad. It was too, it it was too boring for me. I, I see. The long, long, Long sex scenes were funny, <laughs> I guess, but like the repetitiveness of the whole movie. Yeah. I just got bored. Well, what I told um, my sister and her family, she brought her, her two teenage daughters as well. <laughs> and, and my brother-in-law. I, I warned them. No, no, no. There's going to be boobs. No, no, no. They, they knew. They knew going in. And, and I told them like this movie 
it has so much repetition in it that it, you, you can feel free to speak throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And the other thing is that Kruger, being the aficionado, the, the expert, he sort of curated the, the uh, experience in pointing out certain uh, anomalies that mm. appear mm. during the, the, yes. the film. Well, I had also seen it live. Or I'd seen it in the theater the yeah. with that, that yeah. crazy guy introducing the film. And I've been there while people throw spoons, like yeah. a, that, that kind of Rocky Horror shtick that people did. And it's kind of amazing. When yeah. you're in a room full of, oh, these are all ironical alt-comedy hipster shitheads like myself, and they're all yelling at the screen. It's yeah. a little weird in a post-Neil Breen world to watch it. I, I would imagine... Had it seen Neil Breen, is it Breen? Mm, First, like I'd be more of a fan because he's he actually makes a, a movie that makes sense, that is a genre. He's just so fucking bad at yeah acting, writing, whatever. I and the, as the movie ended, everyone was laughing. I, I asked your sister and her family to tell me the plot of the movie. And she started to give me some Ivy League bullshit about well, it's men and women. I'm like, no, no, no. What's the plot of the movie? She didn't give you Ivy League bullshit. She, it was it was very very uh, deep end of the pool. And the plot of the movie is a guy comes home and gives his girlfriend a dress, and then she cheats on him, and he finds out several times overhearing it and recording it, and gets into a, an argument with his friend and then kills himself. It's like a it's it's genreless. It doesn't. Ha- There's no uh, story there. It's a bunch okay. of. I'll, also, I'll, I'll, the- put a, I'll put a disclaimer on the on, on the notes. Oh, I'm like, sorry. I ruined. I spoiled it. Yeah. <laughs> oh please. Yeah, <laughs> there was the thing of. I the- like how you like looked at me like, oh please, you're not really gonna do. Well, that. when the gun shows up and it was like, oh, the rule of if a gun shows up of in the course. first act, you yes. have to use it by the third. It was like, or if a gun just shows up, use it immediately. No, it's the one that he took from the uh, the Chris R guy. Who says, "Where's my fucking money?" They take it. That's oh his gun. my! Yeah, you didn't really watch Gord? the movie. Yeah, yeah. I missed yeah, yeah. how you needed, subtle you needed Kruger there to, to handhold you through it. I, it's also I, just, like, I, I saw. It with I've seen the first few times I saw it was with like really really funny people and yeah it, it, it was so much more fun. I way. thought about doing that, just going to one of the midnight movies and mm-hmm. just doing it. But like I've been to the Rocky Horror Midnight movies and I don't enjoy the movie anymore. So oh. I just was like I don't want it to be like that. But I this is what I believe that movie was was Tommy Wiseau angrily writing a thing that happened to him in his life and then changing the ending to him killing himself so that this girl who obviously hurt him would feel really bad martyred. Yeah. Yeah. But it was really like just obviously Tommy Wiseau was dating someone possibly engaged to someone who he thought that he treated better than anyone in the world and who he thought in front of his face treated him really great but was actually a cheating uh, sociopath psycho. A black and, widow. Yeah, and look at how, like, even has her mom knew that I was the best choice, and her friends all knew it, and everyone thought she was bad, but she's just bad. I'm changing. Whatever yeah. she says late in the movie, like, I could be happy, I'm changing. People change all the time. What the fuck is she talking about? There's It's just motivationless, yes. this, this girl. And also, <laughs> Tommy Wiseau's weird... Like fifty plus buff body. Mm, go on. Uh, more like wiry, like like sinewy. Creatiney. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So strange. Yeah. I see like 
when you see those really, really uh, buff old guys at the gym, Ooh. like that's what they look. Yeah, he looks like like a, a bunch like, of he, tiny he potatoes pops. with with pantyhose stretched over. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's a little bumpy. Iggy pops like weird foreign cousin. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Iggy Pop's weird foreign cousin was also a professional wrestler. That <laughs> is what, like, it looks like all of his muscles were like, we'll sleep under all of the veins. I used to think that about the movie, too, until I read the book and found out about his relationship with Chris. Wait, Chris, no. What's his name? Greg. Greg, Greg. Sestero. Uh-huh. What are you playing? Uh, I'm just. Doing He's just listening to another podcast. Wor- I'm <laughs> listening to Pods of America, and they're like, it's a little bit, like, 70% more interesting than what you guys are talking about. Okay, but I want to hear what he has to say. Well, he... So turn that shit off. And it's it's described in the movie The Disaster Artist. He and Greg came to L.A. together. Right. Obviously, he's much, much older than Greg. Right. But kind of played it off I that they were colleagues. he was in his 20s when he made the movie. <laughs> Tommy was so. According oh, to him. He's like 70 now. But, uh, and so many belts. A lot of belts. Interesting look. And they both tried to make it as an actor. And Greg, because he was a sort of... He had done some modeling and, you know, was an extra in a movie up in San Francisco. Good-looking guy. He got a, he mm. a good-looking guy. He got an agent. I think he got like a B-movie shot in Romania, and there was this jealousy, as I'm sure actors who live together when one is leapfrogging ahead of the other. And then he kind of disappeared from their apartment and would leave these cryptic messages. And the the book alludes to, like, he was going to kill himself. Like, he had, he had tried to act and then had gone away back to San Francisco and was trying to act again. And this guy that he took under his wing was more successful than him, and it was, it was over. And then, you know, he came out of his funk and wrote this this play. And I saw Lisa as, as show business, as this thing that he wants so badly. Oh, you are just you and, digging deep. And Greg... Well, because I, I got it from the book. Greg gets it so easily. He, he doesn't even try and get her. She just calls him up and says, you know, he's in his car for some reason. Going, I'm really busy. What do you want? She's like, come over. I want you. That, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. The, the allure noon. of success. Oh. And all Tommy wants is the success that Greg or uh, Mark in the movie gets. So I don't – that's what I got. I, I found it incredibly misogynistic and gross when I first watched it. But then – and I don't think he know the Wasau guy has no idea that this is going on. He's a complete sociopath. But I think it it is his attempt for success and how easy it was for his ostensibly his roommate. Like they lived together for years out in some crappy Hollywood apartment. But I and then I and then I watched it again with Marty's family and I'm like I don't know what this is. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. So then who's Denny? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Who uh, the fuck there, is Denny? There's some, in the book, he tells some story. He's from Eastern Europe. I, the, he says he's from Europe. He's from Eastern Europe. From Europe, from and a, then I moved to New Orleans. And, but I'm American. And some guy took him in, and he didn't speak so well, and they, people thought he was slow or something like that. Like when he migrated slowly from a communist country to uh, some somewhere farther west and then to America. And so I think he saw that relationship and he wanted to play it forward with a, with a character in the movie. I, I don't know why Denny has to go into bed with them in the beginning. That's fucking weird. So strange. But that, okay, who gets into bed with success? Uh, when he joins you in a threesome. 
Uh, uh, the old him is getting. Uh, then he represents the old Tommy who is getting in the way of his ability to fuck success. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. And then who is the bleach tip guy who comes into their apartment? Comic relief. Out? Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> Me and Yeah. Haha. We need subplot to uh, to obfuscate main story. I, I I don't know. Just out of nowhere, two characters show up and talk about chocolate. And then she blows him, sort of. But then I, I... he has giant silky black boxer shorts that he leaves behind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> comic relief, you know, just the the levity that the movie needed. Uh, right. So and then Peter. Who? Which one's Peter? It's oh, a, that's the guy at the psychologist. Psychologist. Yeah. Oh God. That's I, the second. That, that's the uh, the the id of the mind. He's the. Don't id, set yourself up as the expert because I have too many questions and it's just going to be. <laughs> no, shitty he, for will, you. he will. Uh, <laughs> he will. Just. This is like an improv game where it. you have to justify all the crazy things going on. Yeah. Well, he also paints himself as the Christ character throughout the entire thing. Like, mm-hmm. he, and even Lisa, who's mad at him in every scene. I don't love him. I don't love him. And then the mom meets Denny and she says, well, and then tells the whole story. He took him in and he's paying his tuition. He, he is... He he, he wanted he to paint himself as perfect. Completely. Cause, also, cause it, Christ is notoriously known for loving to play catch with footballs. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I've seen lots of statues. Of, hey, what was uh, up with the scene where they were all in tuxedos playing catch, but then nothing happened? But after like th- that? three feet apart from each other. Like no, no, that's the one in the the, oh, alley. the one in the alley. Yeah, 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 where they couldn't even back up far enough to see every character in the scene. Right. Oh yeah, I mean, that's in the Golden Gate Park. Right. There's yeah. So yeah. much dialogue that I would have missed had I not had the subtitles on. Oh yeah, the subtitles on. Oh, smart. Of course. Mm. Oh. See, you shouldn't. You should just be confused. Okay. That's so, <gasps> did it make you want to see the Disaster Artist? Yes, because I, I need answers. Okay. Well, Kruger, you've seen the Disaster Artist, yeah. and what is your opinion? Meh. Oh no. Oh no. Oh well. Read the book. The book's better. Yeah. The book okay. really takes you into. Oh, there, there, there's there's. Wait. A, so is this Greg guy like normal? Yeah. Well, yeah, he was. Yeah. He's he, got a. He wrote a movie that he stars in with Tommy Wiseau that I, will be out this winter as well. So. He can't act, but he met Wiseau in a acting class in San Francisco, and and it's in the movie. Wiseau goes for it. He just doesn't quite have the instrument tuned. Yeah, but he Wait. really he like jumped on stage and just started screaming Stella for like five minutes and at the ACD. Uh, I think you mean ACT. No, 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 no. It's the ACD. It's uh, Academy of... Well, the ACT is in San Francisco. Are you having like a fun banter with yourself? That's the ACT is the big... It is? Like that's where like Robin Williams went, you know? Uh, Okay. And then, you know. So it was, you know, like a... a, He was like a 19-year-old kid just and meets this older guy who goes for it in acting class and they decided to do a scene together. It's like a... It's a really good Hollywood story and they ended up making a movie that fucking sucked but then a bunch of hipster ding-dongs reinvented it as comedy and now... James Franco's playing him. Like, what? What could? Yeah, be, I mean, he did it. He did it, and it's, I, and throughout the book, and, and in the film, people are pushing back. Like, this isn't how you make a movie. I worked with a, a woman who did the. Uh, she built the sets on it, and she was like, on the actual room. On the actual room. Oh, wow. It was her first job. I'm sorry, Robin Williams did not go to ACT, thank, thank but you. but Nicholas Cage did, and uh, um, other people did. <laughs> you done footnoting me? Annette Benning. Um, Denzel Washington. Okay, Marty, did you go there? Are you uh, Elizabeth Banks? I want to know about the person that he knows who built the set on the room. Oh, I'm sorry. Go on. And so they built the set and shot <laughs> it out. And as you make a movie, you build the set. People, a bunch of uh, meth heads come in at night and hammer and build a set. And then the next day you shoot and then you tear the set down. And he did it. 
and then didn't like the dailies and had her rebuild the set. She's like, but I, I, we already, you shot that set. You don't rebuild this. He said, oh, okay. And she had to go out and rebuild it. And he screwed her over for like nails or something. Like he spent $6 million on the movie and wouldn't pay like a $200 nail bill from, from uh, Home Depot. But I heard the theory that the, it was like a money laundering thing. There's so many theories that, and the script supervisor who, uh, Seth Rogen plays is like, no, you don't, you don't, that's not how you do a scene. That's not, it, it, everyone told him how to do it and he refused to. And he made and what I believe is to his, he's right. His artistic vision. It was, was yeah. made it to screen, but it's terrible. Okay. So like, was it too jokey? The, the, the disaster artist? Uh, it, I've never said this after a movie. I said, I wish it was longer. I wanted more. Oh wow! Oh. Just, James so, Franco's really good. I, yeah. He doesn't do a great Tommy, like yeah, the, but he looks the part. He looks great. He yeah. looks a lot like him. Yeah. And at a certain point, I I realized, oh, I've that's I'm watching James Franco. I forgot that. Yeah. It was, it oh, was that's him. good. Okay. I don't think his brother's very good. Oh, poor little Dave. Little, Dave's doing little, just fine. Little Dave's, he's you know. I like Dave Franco. He's, yeah. I, I like him, but he's uh, there's something missing. How is Hutchison as Denny. Uh, and all the cameos, like they make a big point of, uh, of course, because every Greg's agent, she comes in and you just see the back of her and she's like, stand up, turn around, you're mine. And then she turns to camera and it's Sharon Stone. I'm like, oh, cool. And then you never see her again. I don't think I would recognize Sharon Stone if I saw uh, her. She's old. Well, I mean, even, I but should... I, like, why? Like they, they had, they went to the trouble of a big name and then they're all just kind of one offs. Yeah. Well, and, that can be kind of fun, right? And I, I just one, for one time watching it for like one yeah. scene, and then eh, it didn't have any conflict. Which uh-huh. I, it was, and they manufactured a little bit of it because I know I've read the book three times now and just reread it, so it was a little, huh? And gotta get this book. They're worried that the audience who, outside of us, who have seen the room, won't get it. So it's a little um, pedestrian in places. Yeah. You don't need to know what the room is about, but I, I feel like I want to know what the room is about because I can't, I can't, for the life of me, I cannot tell you what happens or why. Um, I, I saw a movie recently that didn't really have conflict, but it was really good. And it, I can't remember what it, what it was, um, but it made me think like, how bold is it to like, just like a, make a joyful movie? Um, and I'm just going through stuff. Um, Disney makes joyful movies all the time. Yeah, but they also have conflict uh, in it. And um, ah, I forget what it was. But anyhow, it was just like, it was like so fun to see something that didn't have like this artificial conflict. I mean, conflict is great, but it has to have, be like, you know, justified and, and real. Um, but uh, I forget what it was. But. Um, it it was just really good characterization and storytelling, but not conflict. And for the sake of conflicts, uh, but um, but yeah, I mean, good conflict. I, I can see what you're saying, but um, I have to think about this. But I did see. Uh, <laughs> okay, I, I'm sorry. I I did see um, uh, Ladybug, Ladybird, <coughs> Ladybug, Ladybird, Ladybird, Ladybird. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. What did you think? I loved it. Yeah. It, was, it was a delight. It, it was a, it, that's exactly what I it really, is. really liked it a lot. I had one, one qualm with it, and then I took a Facebook, and it was solved. So, I guess. Um, go on. I don't want to spoil it. 
Oh, well, okay. Well, by now everybody's seen it. Um, but um, I haven't seen it. I don't think that they have. I mean, it's I don't I don't even know how wide of a release it will have until it's nominated for all the Oscars. Well, okay. Turn off the next uh, four minutes if if you um, don't want to hear this. What what was your issue? The priest, the original priest, who steps out of the play and doesn't work on the play anymore. Oh right. And he's got that scene right, right, with right. Laurie Metcalf in the hospital, and she's asking. If anyone, if she has, any, if he has anyone to talk to, and I was just confused because I was like, "Why is he talking to her? And what is he talking about?" It was like immediately after the scene where Lady Bird's uh, boyfriend came out as gay, hmm. and I was like, "Well, he's not coming out as gay. I don't know. Whatever. It, we, I, right. we don't need all to talk right. about it. It was fine. <laughs> all right. He was all depressed. Right. I uh, Facebook told me he was depressed. There's depression all over the movie. Yeah. I was like, okay. Cool. Thanks. All right. All right. I saw three billboards too, and that was good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I, I really want to see that movie too. Um. Let's talk about more movies. Are we a movie podcast? Uh, we're sure. Why not? Because we're not allowed to talk about politics. <laughs> oh, yeah. thank God. Yeah, it's really what nice. What are you talking about? That was my idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, here, let me play something for you guys. Um, oh, thank God that tax bill passed. I'm so pleased. Okay. You, I, I, I said no politics. Okay. Uh, it's going to be so bad. I want to play. I'm going to play this for you guys. Uh, oh shit. Okay, so does that song do anything for you? Nope. What the fuck oh, is that? What is that? It's called Daddy's Car. Mm-hmm. It's um, it, it was developed uh, at uh, Sony's CSL Research Lab. It was uh, written by an AI. Oh, yeah. Oh. So they they recorded it with, uh, they you know had had a human arranger, um, but basically they said we want a like they had a database of all the songs. Of, that are out there, mm-hmm. and they said, "Okay, we'll make us a song in the style of uh, the Beatles." And that's oh, I have heard that before. Yes. Okay, okay, yeah. So it's some. It, it sounded very familiar and bad. Yeah. And well, that's AI for you. Well, uh, yeah. well, familiar and bad. Well, here's here's another AI song. I haven't heard this one yet, but uh, this is oh shit. This is called Codetani of. But this is a Tindus. human making the music, but the AI making the lyrics. Uh, well, this one, I think, is, um, this album was generated with the current neural networks, uh, trained on raw audio from another album. And so this is maybe a different method. But it's, this feels like living next door to a high school rock band that practices in the garage. Yeah. But none of them know how to... Come on, Trevor, start! But sounds like the like drums loud. need to kick in. Yeah, and and <laughs> he's just Trevor's just like, nodded he's off. He's counting like one, two, three. no, one, two, three, no, two, 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 one, two. Or he's like Keith Moon and he nodded off oh, at, the, at the Cow Palace too soon. No, that was in San Francisco. Yeah, it was. He felt someone fell asleep at the drums. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the drummer for the Who, and then they got some guy out of the audience. Why to play did he? Drums. Why did he fall asleep? He was drunk. I think. No, he took a horse tranquilizer. Oh, that's oh boy! Okay. And then said, "Let's go hit the stage." Yeah, I'm so glad I was not going to concerts in the 70s. Yeah, isn't it called Special K? 
specifically that's, that's, that's tranquilizer. That is, oh, no, no, that's a horse bad. tranquilizer as well. It's the same tranquilizer? Well, I don't know if that's the same tranquilizer he took, but, I mean, horses have more than one tranquilizer. Oh. You know? I didn't, you uh, get yeah. your hands on a horse tranquilizer. I bet. <laughs> oh. Well, all right. Keith Moon. But, okay, so... Bummer. That, How old is he, that, like, a million? He's dead. He's dead. Um, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Did thanks. he die from the horse tranquilizer? He basically drank himself to death. Was this recent? No, it was in like the, the 70s or yeah. 80s. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought this was like something no. that just happened. I was like, I'm no. surprised I didn't hear about this. No, it's crazy. No, this is, he, he played with the Who in the 60s and the early 70s, and he was just uh, this force of nature. He was a very entertaining, maybe not but the a best drunk? drummer. A drunk, yeah. He was one of the first guys to smash stuff in hotel rooms. Yeah, if you if you look at... He's uh, tortured. You see the Monterey Pot Festival, um, that movie, mm-hmm. like... Mm-hmm. With uh, Jimi Hendrix? Well, that's up in San Francisco, right? Uh, near. Near. <laughs> and so it, they're playing the drum. Marin County. And that's when like the Who like destroyed their instruments on stage yeah, after yeah. playing My Generation, yeah. I think it was. Uh-huh. And then you see like the smoke, and then you see this bass drum just tumbling out of the smoke. And that was Keith Moon just kicking his thing, uh, kicking his kid apart. And then like Jimi Hendrix had to follow that. Ah. So he lit his guitar on fire. He lit his guitar on fire, uh, and everyone, he knifed a nun. Literally, gave her a Cuban necktie on stage. A small Mexican Jesus. boy's yeah. throat. Yeah, it was. It was the most amazing oh, concert yeah. I ever. Yeah. Been oh my god, he didn't play a note. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's he gonna... denied the Holocaust <laughs> in G flat and supported Roy Moore. <laughs> Uh, okay, so that those AI mute songs okay. were not great. No, but it will get to the point. If you want to, you can just sit, say to your iPhone, uh, s- "Write me a song in the style of the Talking Heads oh, about the fucking Talking Heads uh, about uh, uh, Cougar being strung up by, uh, on stage at the, by Jimi Hendrix, and it yeah. will write you that song and play it for you." So I wonder, like, if people are like, "Oh, my iPhone's a better musician than yours." <laughs> oh, right. Because it should take the kind of words that you say hmm. and put in it all the time, right? But where's the fun in that? There's no, you don't have to write the song. Well, but people can listen to the song. Oh. I don't think that this is um, necessary technology that they're creating. What about if you could do, um, like, if you're really into romance novels and you just plug in, like, the names of characters you want and just, like, like five key plot points and then it just writes out, like, you know... Hmm. Then we could finally get the last Game of Thrones book. Yeah, fuck, dude. <laughs> like, like, can't we just dump his brain into just, uh, some sort into of neural that, network and yeah. let him go do whatever he does? But the, uh, it's going to happen. Eat Mexican food like, in it, Santa Fe? It's going to happen, Cassandra, and no, we don't need it, but it's because we haven't done it yet, people are going to try to do it, hmm. and it's going to be bad, and it's going to be bad. But isn't AI good? Uh, it can be. Huh. But it still requires a, a lot of human interpretation. So sure. like, that that song was a human wrote the lyrics to it and a human sang it. But they, you know, they the voice of Siri can learn to sing. You know, I would love an AI that would uh, shit out like a rough draft. Like I think and that you could do, and then I could fix polish. it. Like okay, yeah, I see what you're doing there. It yeah, didn't yeah. quite work. Yeah, a little on the nose there, a little obvious, and because that's the hardest part is the, the beginning. So if it just shit out the <laughs> just bad, getting that that second act plot point, yeah, you know? it's just it's just not landing right there. I, I can fix it. I think that would be very helpful. Yeah, 
Because I could fix that song. It just needs a little work. Right, right. Yeah, I guess so. So we're all just going to be producers. We're going to be like, that's great. Let me just dump it to Pro Tools. Let me just... Uh, I mean, isn't got that, everything I need. Like, isn't sampling essentially like just pulling like the greatest sounds of music that of, in history and just putting it into another context? Yes. Oh, so like all the, the greatest producers out there are just like awesome AI net bots or whatever. There's a way to dump scripts into, uh, I think it's Google, Google brain, right? You're the, right. Little, yeah. Mm. yeah. That's, and it'll shit out in the style of like, you can put all of Tarantino scripts in and then you ask it to write a script and it'll, you know, using well, there, there AI. You go. Then, then, then that's exactly what, what what's going to happen. You're taking the fun out of everything. Actually there, but there was an AI written script uh it's like six minutes or something like that but mm-hmm. i think we talked about it but uh little tommy middle ditch is in it and uh, that was a trailer i thought uh was it like a whatever. like a horror trailer it was and yeah they but, dumped like all the afi's 100 best horror movies into this thing and then it, it shot out like all of the tropes uh but it doesn't make any sense and they shot it literally yeah. so they they shot it exactly what it says uh and it's pretty Pretty entertaining. We're not quite there yet. Not, not We there still yet. need the creative class. Um, I guess. Mm. So. Can it make good like I, tweets? Because I'm I'm tired of thinking up shit. There's a lot of just... a lot of tweet bots out there. Are there? Yeah. Huh. They say kind of racist stuff though. Sometimes. <laughs> well, well, they, ooh, go yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you seen those follow? tweet bots? No. Oh, the tweet bots that like get in. Like, are you, you're nodding your head yes, but you're saying no. I'm no. I'm I'm, I'm listening. I'm not I'm nodding my head because I'm I'm like. Interested in what you have to say. Yeah, there's two. I'm pretending that I'm interested in what I'm you have to say. I'm so confused. Uh, the tweet bots that like, they just take what Twitter says and then kind of just, I don't know, one of the tweet bots like ended up getting in a race war at some point. Huh. With was, another tweet bot? No, oh. with just regular, like it would just, it would put out tweets. I forgot exactly what it was. I feel like I heard about it on the show, but it was. Okay. Probably. It was saying, random it would just say random stuff and then it started saying really racist shit oh yeah yeah that was um that was just an ai that was like a yeah but yeah because it was like picking up the most common things that it would find on twitter in order to make it sound organic right. and the most common things it could find was horrible horrible things right yeah and that's what, that's we're, ba- what we're bad you, people if you want to get educated by the internet that's what's going to happen <laughs> you're going to just you're going to say the earth is flat and all what's the most visited website i guess google yeah sure and then what's like number two like pornhub the, the bible.com <laughs> the bible oh the bible.com really no, no. <laughs> uh they have free shipping for the rest of december <laughs> for your soul Mm. Well, would you go see like uh, just two computers hooked up to a PA at, at a concert hall and just l- watch them make music? I mean, I mean, we saw for, we saw the fortet like you know that was essentially like that is two that laptops. Is, like <laughs> most dance music is just one guy just going and F one, and I'll just stand here and look like I'm yeah. doing something. And yeah, look busy and look important. Dance. Uh, do you see live music? I hate it. I fucking hate it. I, I thought so. Yeah. I got that sense. Why? I don't like crowds. Oh. I don't like standing for a long period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like being smushed. Mm-hmm. I don't like feeling like I can get out. Do you like? Don't you? You don't like being pressed up against by a bunch of sweaty people. I hate it so much. I don't like spending fifteen dollars for a cocktail, which I desperately need. Um, right to to make it through. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I don't like. Um, being in rooms that are too loud. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Making me hate music. Yeah, <laughs> what about the Hollywood Bowl? Huh? I've never been. Oh. 
Because I feel like you hate I, music. I don't. I'm trapped. I'm I don't. trapped in this canyon. I, yeah, I don't. Oh, we're all gonna die. Sit in the traffic. I don't want to park. <laughs> it's gonna. I'm gonna end up parking so far away. I'm gonna have to walk up Hollywood Hills. It's and, not worth it. It just uh, seems fucking awful. Like, did you have a friend coming on the podcast today? No. Oh, because you emailed. Well, me who's that? outside honking and yeah. screaming? You emailed me that you might, but I guess Marty. Not. Do you like live music? I see. I used to see a lot of live yeah. music, um, but it's inevitably it never sounds as good as it does like when it's all produced and shit. True. You know? I don't think that musicians are um, usually entertaining in between songs either. Mm. Uh, so I don't like yeah. to hear that. I don't like other people yeah, I don't, in hot, sweaty, anxiety-ridden situations either. Yeah. So, like. I'm so glad I went to the Women's March, but like that was like one of those types of situations too that I'm like so glad I was there. I won't do it again. Um, the one in DC or here? I was here. Okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, music just encompasses that, especially outdoor festivals. I don't like getting sunburned. I don't like being hot. And just standing nonstop. Fuck yeah. that noise. I don't like feeling dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Concerts are not. So if my we got jam. rid of the noise. Mm-hmm. The people, mm-hmm. the confined space. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just hiking then. <laughs> yeah, I love hiking. hiking. Yeah, there you go. Because you hiking, like to hike. I, I like hiking with headphones on. That, that's, oh, really? Yeah. And with playing awesome music, like you know, Peter Frampton live. All the so live, fun. Just, just live albums. I love that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. everyone yeah, is yeah. filming every concert, so you can just go on YouTube and like, I wonder what that song looks like live. Oh, there it that's is. Saying I'm not yeah. missing anything. Really. No, I don't think so. I, I'm trying to think of like I've I've seen a lot of really good live shows. Um, like when it's put together in an interesting way, like seeing Public Enemy like come out and do like this really well choreographed sort of march step like mm. that was really fun and being the only asian person in the, yeah in the crowd was pretty cool too um uh it's getting harder and harder it used to be easier i think it's a, it's a young person's game yeah to go see music but yeah but not this young person no no it's not for everybody i don't feel no. like i'm that young anymore though. it's loud you're 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 not even close to 30 so shut i'm up. pretty fucking close to 30 um it's all downhill yeah i know but like i would like i wanted to go see beyonce live at dodger stadium but then even still because i really like beyonce but I was like, oh, you know what would be better? Inviting all my friends over and watching it on HBO and yeah. getting good angles and like being able to screen being his close. Being close. I saw Jay-Z at the Hollywood Bowl and I was in the nosebleed seats. Mm. And I'm like, what am I? I'm just watching TV. A TV screen, yeah. Yeah. I really, I don't, yeah. If, if you go to the Hollywood Bowl, it's a great experience just to be in a, a crowd of people. But or else to be in really nice seats there. And yeah, that, that's really fun. I did have fun at LCD Sound System, but yeah. that's because he uh, he told the audience, "Put your phones away, like enough." Yeah, like and you people right in front of us, you're at the table with us, so I don't want to see your glowing faces. Like he just reprimanded the audience. Hilarious. And they all put their phones away, and I looked at the Palladium because I was up, I was up top in the uh, reserve seats, and it was like a thousand young people just enjoying music. And there was like really no light show. It was and just a, he puts on a good show. And it's a fat Irish guy <laughs> punting around a stage, and about eighteen New York skinny people going ding 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 ding. Like it's not dynamic. It's not. He he's entertaining, yeah. but and he's I just watched like a thousand people have a good time. Yeah, and I was I, not <laughs> fran- and nine thousand other people wishing they could bring out their phones. 
Well, there were some people in front of me who were doing Snapchat. Like, I'm just in, you're not going to see LCD sound system too many more times. Just enjoy it. Don't, don't story it. Uh, are you guys Stranger Things people? Did you see Stranger Things? No. I watched the first season and a couple episodes of the second. And what, did you enjoy the first season? Yeah, I thought it was cute. Yeah, I thought you know. it's, it's pretty engaging. Second season, what, you, you, you lost interest? Uh, it's too much high school drama and not enough. It's not very well written or acted, but I enjoyed the 80s of it, the mm. first one. And I was like, what the fuck is going What is going on? What is this girl? And then you realize, oh, that's from Jaws and that's from... Right. So, like, that's if from you, Firestarter. If you watch the, yeah, every scene basically is like a, it's like a, a patchwork of other movies. That sure. ha, I mean, the, in the first season, the story pre- is pretty compelling. It, yeah. It's interesting, and and there's all sorts of mysteries. Second one, I just felt like, okay, you're now you're just wearing the Ghostbusters outfits. You know, like yeah. you don't even you're not even pretending that it's like we're we're. And then the black alluding the to black something. one didn't want to be Ernie Hudson. He wanted to be Venkman, and the, I'm like, they didn't even like what they had some lame joke about. It. And I was like, ah, just where's Eleven? When's this thing? So my question is like, oh, does the question. does this not nostalgia in like yeah. like that is what people latched onto? Like you're not of that generation, so it's probably less interesting. Well, a ton of people I know who are my age liked it a lot. They, I, but I heard someone say that the '80s thing that they were so popular for was debilitating in the second season. Like if they wouldn't have felt the need to really fucking go for it as much right. then the it probably a long been shot better. of a movie theater and it says the terminator like i i get it, it terminator came out in 1984, 1984 and yeah. that's what you like uh, what else you got like yeah i felt like it was a perfectly told story that didn't need a second season but right well i, I mean, don't i don't run if, netflix anymore if, if netflix <laughs> they <laughs> forced me out going over to hulu <laughs> gonna go run hulu Oh well, I actually I, I want to join Hulu because there are so many shows on there that I want to see. What do you want to see? Uh, Handmaid's this, Tale. Uh, Handmaid's Tale. Couldn't get. I got through three. I haven't like, seen it. I heard it's I, so well done. I it's feel just, like it's going to make me sad. It's what well, you know the story. I started reading the book and then uh, I was like, but how many yeah. '80s references does it have? In it? Not enough. Oh. Oh, it's, cool. I don't think it's set in the '80s. There's no dance like montage. In there. I think that's either Footloose yeah. or Flashdance. No, it's women. just a bunch of women walking around who are owned by men. Like, oh, this. But I don't need this. I, I live this already. I'm in this fucking nightmarish black mirror called America. I don't. I don't need it on my TV. <laughs> I want to see the... Uh, Got to get Hillary in jail. I want to see the Dana up. Carvey uh, documentary about <gasps> the Dana Carvey show. Cool. That That's on Hulu. Hulu exclusive. Exclusive. I keep thinking of interesting things that I want to bring up, and I'm just waiting for you to stop. <laughs> I'll never fucking yeah. stop. Just barrel through. Marvel's just run away. through. Okay, Marvel's Runaway. Uh, I watched something that your sister directed. Oh. Um, okay. So, anyhow, <laughs> as I was... <laughs> and the Sarah Silverman show thing. I want to see that. Uh, okay, and then ahead. something that's also like the Danny Carvey. Okay, so when I was sick uh-huh. recently, okay, everyone so was, was sick. Yeah. Did you not get a flu shot? Nope. Okay, well done. Well done. I don't want to get autism. Okay. Um, is that how it works? Yeah, that's exactly how okay. it works. Um, I w- <laughs> get all my news from Jenny McCarthy's blog. Uh, <laughs> so. Don't get flu shots this year, guys. It's going to make you not want to give eye contact. Um, so. I don't know how autism works. Um, no. 
13 Reasons Why yeah. is what I watched when I was sick. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's that's good when you're sick. Yeah. Real real happy stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> It's like Did you see it? Uh I got to my uh well no. Your sister I, I watched, directed like three of them. Uh, two, two. Okay, two. Like, uh, Eleven and twelve, I think. Something like that. Yeah. Like, not the thirteenth Cl- reason. She directed Clay's episode. Yeah. Um. She she had to direct. Yeah. She got to direct a pretty in, one of the more intense ones where mm-hmm. they had like they had therapy animals on set, like in case and any of the cast. They showed him the Jimi Hendrix slitting a Mexican boy's throat at <laughs> yeah. Monterey Pop. Yeah, like anybody knows oh. that slit a uh, puppy right here, you can slit your own. Uh, Holocaust denial dog. Yeah. <laughs> but then, no, she... So uh, the actors were just like, let's just do this. And the, yeah. meanwhile, the crew's like, give me a puppy. <laughs> um, I assume it's where the girl dies? Uh, I, I don't actually know. No, I think she... They don't show her dying until... The 13th, 13th, 13th one. Yeah. It's, it's more, I think it's more of a, an abuse situation. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, the main it, character finds out why he was on the tapes. And then number 12 is like a big, big abusey one. Mm. Um, abusey one. Is a big, Gary, Gary abusey one. one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> a famous right cameo with, from if, Gary abusey. If, if there were male roller derby, that would be my name. <laughs> That's like oh, I should start male roller derby. Uh, just you know what? Reason. Why isn't there like uh, I? There used te- to be in the Texas 70s, roller yeah. derby started, and it like, empowered women. It's time for men to get into roller derby. They used to have Sherry it. Abusey could be a, a person. Oh yeah, I guess Sherry Sherry Abusey. That's good. for a woman. Uh, oh yeah, right. It sounds good. Jerry Punky Bruiser is always my go-to. Uh, oh oh. Mm. I played roller derby for like a second. You did? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, that was all right. No, we're good at it. I'm not an athlete. Um, so I watched that, and I don't want to talk shit about what your sister did because I feel like she directed okay. But that show was uh, not great. Oh, really? A lot did, of problems. Did it make you mad? I don't know what it made me. I mean, the midge and I got a big fight after it was over. Why? Because it made him uh-huh. mad. Uh-huh. And I. What, it made him mad that you didn't like it? Or the show made him mad. The show made him mad because okay. it, it definitely is a story about someone who kills themselves and then gets redemption okay. for it. Like, you know, like all these people hurt her, so she made sure that they knew how much uh, so they it, contributed to it, her it, death. It gave power to suicide, you feel? A little bit, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, and so that's a big problem. And also they created the, quote, per- this is spoilers, the, quote, perfect suicide victim out of Hannah Baker character who, like, She's got 13 reasons why she killed herself. But it's like literally the worst high school that's ever existed. If if thir- if all of these things can happen to one person. A lot of bad stuff going on there. So much. It's like, well, fuck. Like, yeah, you're just, you have a character who was down and you just keep kicking her and kicking her and kicking her. It's like, I don't know if that's necessarily relatable. So that's where the midges problems with it. And I was like, yeah, totally. I'm on board with you. But near like 11 or Maybe like 10 or 11. Once the uh, Gary Busey stuff started happening, mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, all right, well, you know what? I just need to open my mind to this a little bit because they're handling some stuff better than others. Um, and I kind of was just like, there's 13 episodes, which gives 13 chances for all these kids to maybe see one thing that they can relate to and one thing that maybe they can stop or that they can try to do better. Like maybe they don't have a girl who 
was like raped and all of this, all kinds of crazy shit happened. But like, maybe they do know a girl in their class who had a picture sent out about her that like was embarrassing and they could, you know, like be nicer to her, whatever. Like they're trying. Mm -hmm. It seemed like a show that was made by good intentioned people. Right. Um, and so we ended up getting a big argument about that. So he said like, there was no value to it. He's like, they're capitalizing on this horrible thing. And I was just like, I don't, yeah. But, I don't know. I don't know which one of us is right. So did you put him in his little shoebox and like put him in under the bed and said, you you stay there until yeah. I'm done I did. seething. And he killed himself. Uh, <laughs> one reason why. <laughs> <laughs> one, one reason why. He's afraid of the dark. <laughs> well, uh, I couldn't get into it. I, I watched like two or three. Yeah, just, I watched the first three. It was really then, slow. It's, it's very slow too. Yeah. It's like you watch it and you're like, just, six six reasons why it would have been a nightmare. Like, yeah, listen to their fucking tapes before you keep chasing everyone around. I know, town and seriously, you that, that you was the thing. It's like, yeah, just listen to the fucking tape. I was doing it. I was watching it for like research for something else, so I kind of didn't have a choice but to get through it. But um, you know, well, it, you can let is them. Is that a cry for help? She's gonna kill herself. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> something I'm researching. I, I'm planning on yeah. killing myself. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to blame you guys. That's the only gonna, reason I showed up today. The guy giving like me the special episode. This oh, it starts with a headshot. Yeah. She's getting and tomorrow, I'm, and I'm gonna show everybody. I'll show you all. Yeah, the headshot is just her putting a gun. Jimi Hendrix slitting her throat on stage. Yeah, it's a live photo. Um, but. Let the midge know that my sister's up in Vallejo right now, finishing. Um, yeah, they're more. doing season two. Yeah, yeah. Um, even more reasons why. Yeah, they they had to shut they had, down. Like, some big fucking cliffhangers at the end of that shit that okay. I was like, okay, they're definitely doing season two. But like, mm. how much can you milk from a girl who's already dead? Like, there's plenty mm. of other characters oh, here. You'll find out. Oh boy, they, someone else tried to kill themselves on the show too. And uh, they had to shut down for a while because they it was right in where the fires were up in. Uh, oh wow, in Sonoma. Yeah, so. Um. Yeah, pretty inside baseball with in, Marty. Yeah, they had go. to shut down production of a show because of fire. Yeah. Um. Another and that's thing. why that's why my sister could join us for Thanksgiving. Oh, so. wonderful! Netflix mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, because mm-hmm. you're talking about the Danny Carvey show. Uh, too big to too funny to fail. Uh, Jim and Andy documentary. Yeah, Jim Carrey. Did you watch it? No. Fucking crazy. And that guy is nutso. So we, we I haven't seen to, Man on the Moon to oh. a point where I feel like I'm in a disaster artist. Okay, explain uh, explain room. what the movie is about. Explain what the Man on the Moon no, is no, about. No, no, no. Jim and Andy. Oh, Jim and Andy. It talks about it's the back behind the scenes footage, the electronic press kit that um, they were doing on the movie of, of Man on the Moon, which is the Andy Kaufman with story. The Andy Kaufman story, and so Jim Carrey, who they didn't even want him at first, but he sent in an audition tape. And I have an audition tape story about that movie. Just remind me. Oh, really? Oh, fuck. Okay. Well, I don't don't want to interrupt. She's a flow. Thanks. Finally. So Uh, anyway, I was working for. uh, It was like the. Uh, (laughs) That makes sense. He gets he gets booked on the movie, right? And he's out like in Malibu or some shit, like where he lives, and um, and. And uh, he's looking out in the ocean, like trying to think about, like, well, what would Andy Kaufman be doing right now? And then that's when he claims that Andy Kaufman kind of decided to take over. He says that in the documentary. Oh, yeah. So and from from now, like thinking back or at the time he said that? I think it was both because he won't 
he it's he's very stuck on the fact that Jim Carrey did not act in that movie. Andy Kaufman acted in that movie. Yeah. And um fuck me, what's the what's the other person's name? The Zamuda? No, no, no. The Tony Car- Tony Tony Clifton. Um he when when it was Tony Clifton time on set, like he was Tony Clifton. He was not Jim Carrey. He was not like he, he wouldn't even, you couldn't even call him Jim on set. And it, so people like real, like it was at first, like everyone was like, Oh, this is fucking weird. Like whatever. But then they got, they just kind of were like, okay, like that's Andy. You can't just address him as anything other than Andy. So, um, is thank you. It's pretty, Marty's getting me more ratter. Uh, it's pretty crazy to watch. Um, Everyone looks at him like he's insane, and the studio didn't want to release this electronic press kit at the time of the movie because Jim Carrey was like the biggest movie star in the world at this time, and they didn't want people to think that Jim Carrey was an asshole. Huh. Because he's acting... Like an asshole. He's acting like an asshole, especially when he's Tony Clifton. People did not like it when he was Tony Clifton. Because Tony Clifton acted like an asshole uh, in... in in His alter ego. His alter ego. And and then... uh, Andy Kaufman was just do really like cruel and just like just weird things just for the sake of getting a rise and yeah he would he would take things farther than they needed to be taken to right. a point where they weren't funny anymore but it was like which is like a, a weird childish uh, comedic instinct I guess so was it's like it, kind of clowning almost yeah which I think is so annoying and that's like <laughs> like hearing how like James Franco stayed in character while he was directing the the. Yeah, disaster artist. Just like it's ah. probably easier because the voice, and, and it's probably fun. Actually, yeah. that would be fun if, as long as he didn't like act like a weirdo. <laughs> we just get the voice uh, and kept his shirt off or whatever. That would be mm. fine. Uh, you do get to see a lot of his body. Oh, mm. cool. tell me more. Like, so whoa, was the movie good? Oh yeah, the documentary. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Um, I recommend watching it, but it is fucking crazy and, um. Jim Carrey's so interesting as he's, a person. He's a he's a real weirdo, you know. Yeah, but it's almost like I don't know what it, I kind of get him almost. I get him in the sense of like like he has moments where he's Andy Kaufman talking about Jim Carrey and talking about like oh like you know Jim Carrey I can't do not Andy Kaufman impressions. But it's like Jim Carrey um is afraid that if he's not uh if he doesn't act crazy all the time that people won't love him anymore. Like kind of shit like that. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. And the director called Jim Carrey Is it Milos Forman? No, who's yes. this? Who it? Yep. The director called the director told Andy Kaufman, I want to talk to Jim Carrey later. Um, and Andy's like, well, call his agent. And he's like, no, no, just get, if you know, if you can get a hold of Jim Carrey, like tell him I want to talk to him on the phone later. So then he calls, he calls and he's talking to Jim Carrey. Um, and he's like, I don't know what to do right now. I've never worked with someone like Andy Kaufman. And when Tony's on set, I've never been intimidated by another man before, but I'm intimidated by Tony Clifton. And so Jim Carrey was like, okay, well, if you want, we can fire them. I do a pretty good impression of Andy of Andy Kaufman, and I think I can do an impression of Tony Clifton. But if you, if that's what you want me to do, if you want me to do an impression, then we can we can fire Andy and Tony. And the director's like, no, no, that's not that's not what we want to do. So it's fine. Uh, I just wish the movie were better. <laughs> I know I heard it wasn't that good of a movie, yeah. which is why I've never seen it. Yeah, and, and I, mean, the, I think I think that he even said like that the documentary is more interesting than the actual movie. All right, 
Unlike he like spoke to Andy Kaufman's actual family as Andy, and it was like giving his family like peace almost. Oh, that's fucked up. It's fucking hmm. crazy. That is totally fucked up. Uh, An emotional, like that movie's emotional. I'd really, yeah, watch right. that one. Okay, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. And what's your audition story? Oh yeah. Well, I thought I, I thought I did a pretty spot on Kaufman, but did you, you audition for Andy Kaufman? No, but uh, you mentioned in in the telling of that that he had sent a tape in. Of of him yeah. as Andy Kaufman, and at the time, everyone was trying to get into this movie, so they were sending tapes. And like Nick Cage auditioned, like they looked dressed up like wow. Andy Kaufman, and I was working for the Gary Oldman at the time, mm. and he got a call. It was produced by uh, Danny DeVito, who I think's in it, yeah, and Milos Forman, who is like a famous European director, Amadeus, mm-hmm. whatever. Like this was like a going to be a big, huge Oscar movie, and Paul they, Giamatti. Paul, the young Paul Giamatti. Mm-hmm. And they called, and they're like, we got your audition tape from Gary Oldman. It was a little odd, and he had not auditioned for it. He oh, did not. Fuck. So there was a guy going around impersonating Gary Oldman. And so put himself on tape and sent it in. And not, not only done it for that movie, but got a meeting with Oliver Stone, <gasps> who then was like, you're not Gary Oldman. Other people like this went on and on and on. And so it was like in the press. It, Whoa. You Google it. Uh, like a, there's, there's like a, some failed. It was Jim Carrey. Playing a, a failed British actor who was impersonating Gary Oldman. And so he, uh, you can find the video on YouTube. He sent it in and he looks nothing like Gary Oldman. And he does a pretty shitty Andy Kaufman. But I was there when they got on the phone together. And it was like one of the strangest days. Wait, why did they get on the phone together? Because they, they had a private investigator looking into him. And he's like, I want to talk to Gary. And I was, they're like talking. And I just remember Gary going, I'm me. You can't be me. And I'm like, I, I was like, you know, 23. Like, I don't have, I don't know how to deal with this. This is some weirdo who's doing art. He was kind of doing like... He was an actor. I forget. You, you can Google it. I don't. I don't remember the dude's name. But that was Whoa. a. And obviously, Gary, so Gary was like, I never. You know, like we read in the, the papers or something. Like, yeah, even Gary Oldman edition. He's like, no, I didn't. I, I didn't send a tape in, and then they sent us the tape, and I'm like, that's fucking. How did crazy. you? They thought he went and. He's such a chameleon. He looks like some balding other guy who's pretending yeah. to be Andy Kaufman, and oh His my god, name was Mark Tufano. Yeah. He's Italian or something? Uh, but well, he's a British actor, but he's with an Italian name. Yeah. He said, what I've done is quite artistic. It's an artistic statement. Okay. Yeah. But being in the room while they talked together was really weird. Uh, That's and, and nothing ever happened. Also, that Gary I, Oldman's reasoning is like, but I'm me. But I'm me. You can't be me. It was just... What is his accent? That's what he sounds like. I don't know if he's British or Southern he's, he's British. when you're doing it. Okay. Uh, Southern. Or, or in general. Tufano said... I'm not a fan of Gary Oldman. No. I'm certainly not psychotic. I think Gary Oldman is jealous of me. Um, LOL. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. He's he's like a fine, (laughs) fine line between like... Asshole and genius? Yeah. 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 Or crazy and genius. Crazy asshole and genius. Um, Well, I would have... I can't even imagine Gary Oldman as... uh, Andy Kaufman. I think that the casting was really good. I think I think Nick Cage would have been better. I think he looks uh, more like. Eh, I don't know. Would we? Yeah. The movie's not that good. It didn't really move the needle. Yeah, as are most most biopics. Do you drink? Have you had bulletproof coffee? Yes. 
And um, wait, is that with uh, butter? Yeah. Butter and, and coconut milk, coconut oil. Yeah. So, uh, have you had it? No, you don't drink coffee. No. But did you like it? Yeah. You got some? Uh, you want to give me a? I used to make it for John Pierichello. Douche my anus with it. You want to make it for John Pierichello? He enjoyed it. Well, yeah. So one of the things is like, so it, it it's kind of it tastes good, right? Sure. Yeah. Uh, if you put a stick of butter on poop, it probably tastes good. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a, well, maybe a little. Maybe <laughs> it's a little. called the Last Tango in Paris. <laughs> um, no, he puts fingers. What the fuck is that movie about? Does anyone understand that a, movie? It's about. Marlon Brando sexually assaulting an actress on the set of a movie. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah. yeah. So, bulletproof coffee is this coffee that is sold with with ghee and and um, coconut oil, and it's supposed to help you enter a state called cyclical ketosis. Mm-hmm. I felt that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was pretty cyclical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck so is the that? idea is like you it's supposed it's to just coffee that makes you take a real good loose shit no it's supposed to butter in it's your supposed body. to suppress Ketosis. your appetite and help you lose weight mm-hmm. keto yeah so you're familiar with keto yeah what there's, else is, uh, there's some girls at my work who do keto and i was like all right well show me this fucking work you work at the least keto place in the- i know right yeah um but because i i'll i'll dabble in paleo every once in a while when i'm feeling it you know, antsy. So that's similar, right? Like similar. You're trying to get your body to just to start like burning protein. Or? I don't know. I don't know what, what the science behind paleo is. It just kind of makes sense, and I always lose weight and I do it. But like, so they were eat tell- like a caveman. Eat like that's, a caveman. Is that what yeah. It is? I, don't, I don't. Plus, I can't. Never mind. I was going to make a bad rage up. Um, sorry. There are no bad rape jokes. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. How dare you? missed opportunity then but there's girls who do the keto and i was like what's what's up with the keto what do you guys do and um they showed me their diet plan and the amount of fat that they have to eat is like fine i guess but they also have to like keep calories in check while also eating all this fat and so these bitches are just eating fucking cheese like all day or like making these things called fat bombs, these which are bitches like, are eating fucking cheese. <laughs> all now, if that's day. not a Wu Tang fucking lyric, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> these bitches are eating fucking cheese all day. Somebody write that down. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's a story there. I mean, I, I want to know more. I, <laughs> by, by that standard, look at all these bitches <laughs> eating cheese. Doing the keto mm. eating cheese. Well, yeah. Uh, I, I should be keto is just based on that. high fat, high protein, low carbohydrate. It's not even I, that high of it's fat. Just, it's like or, it's, sorry, high of protein. It's 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 trying to trigger your body into thinking burning starving fat. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't do it right, then you're just because that's the thing that bothers me the most. Be eating cheese. Yeah, it's, it's for real. Like if you don't do it correctly, because you're eat, basically eating. You're turning into a, a French person. Right, 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 and they're all fat. No, no they're pretty thin. No, that's they're my crazy. thing. I when I went to Paris, I was like, how the fuck does everyone look like this? I've been eating they, fat. Bitches be eating cheese. Eating so much bitches cheese. Eating cheese and it's bitch. so much prettier when they say it. Yeah, les bichos. Les bichos are eating cheese. Well, your problem is you're fat American. You're not eating enough cheese. But <laughs> yeah, so eat but cheese. But if you don't, if you don't do it right, like if you don't trigger that ketosis. You, yeah, it's just cheese. It's but just. You're at a county fair. You're just, you're just <laughs> like, 
I don't know. I'll just eat that. It's that deep fried lard. It's good. It's on a stick. Like how? like melted mozzarella over chicken. Ugh. I'll take five. So do you believe that bulletproof coffee makes you shit real well? Makes you lose weight? Doesn't coffee in general make you shit really well? Yeah, it's the caffeine. But uh, I don't. Wait, what was the question? Does, does bulletproof coffee cause you to lose weight? I don't take it for that. I t- take it because it seems to distribute the caffeine molecule more evenly, so you're kind of like buzzed all day long oh. rather than peaking. And right, right. They, you know, it's like uh, putting a crack rock in some of your some heroin and swallowing it. So it's like the heroin hits your body, and the crack is slowly metabolizing. Metabolizing. Yeah. And, that, and by the way, great way to lose weight. Excellent way to lose weight. You get a lot done. Shoots up. Yeah. You don't. Crack? You're not hungry. You're not hungry because of the heroin. Yeah. Oh, and, heroin. Yeah. And the crack yeah. gives you energy. Yeah. And so you get your work done. You yeah, really just need to make sure you're taking care of your skin if you're going to go that way, though. Yeah. So because it causes breakouts. Bulletproof and also has a, a lab that's right next to uh, that's in Venice or in Santa Monica, and you can go bitches there. be eating cheese. So annoying. No, but you can go there and get like cryotherapy. <laughs> Where they put you in a freezing cold room because that is supposed to stimulate the, the growth of brown fat, which burns calories more than regular fat. Like uh, it's just more names for my, like my, my, my male. And then <laughs> like roller like derby league. Brown fat. He's yeah. taking. <laughs> take, he's on the court now. Here comes brown fat. Scary beauty. Brown fat. And you can do, they'll do like uh, light therapy, you can do float tanks, and so it's like... That I'm going to do. It's Ooh, well, the, but, the one that takes away all your senses, right? Yeah, sensory deprivation cool. tanks. But so this is uh, the first facility on the planet dedicated to biohacking. Okay. So do you, are you familiar with biohacking? No. Sure. Oh, yeah. And so basically it's trying... But you tell me. No, no, I mean, you ahead. tell the audience. No, you, I, no, no, you no, tell no, me. I, no, no, you said you, you know. Tell her. She doesn't know. Someone tell me. Uh, biohacking is to change the environment outside of you and inside of you so you have full control of your biology, allowing you to upgrade your body, mind, and your life. Or poops. That's what that... Or, or the, cool. the art and science of becoming superhuman. I'm in. So they're, like, they're these, uh... These... Oh, I'm trying so hard not to roll my eyes right now. No, I'm no, like, no. I'm no. like, I want to... And I can hear, like, like, the resistance going... Like, okay, cool, but, like, okay, so it's in Venice, and you want to become super... Oh, there go. There it goes. Oh, God. But, and in uh, Silicon Valley, there are these people that they, they fast for, like, two days, like, they... And then, like, or two and three days at a time, and then they, they all, like, just... Gorge themselves on high protein meals, hmm. you know, uh, and that is supposedly not uh, about losing weight. It's about just ha- maintaining energy and and yeah. uh, creativity. Yeah, creativity, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I ha- like that. Ha- have you? You're really creative when you're fucking starving. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you and you never have more energy because you're. My colon is seventy percent butter right now. That's I, how they I'm... did all the cave paintings, you guys, because they were fucking starving, <laughs> and then they ate a whole bison, and then all of a sudden they made art. Well, do we? Uh, supposedly, this is all based on science because they've done experiments with rats where if you starve them, they live longer. You know, huh? Yeah, so it's calorie restriction. Who do you starve? Uh, mice, and therefore it works the same in people. And um, <laughs> okay, and sign same, me up. Let's go. Same Let's do thing. It. So, like, these are people who are freezing this is why themselves, hate white starving people, by themselves. The way. <laughs> yeah, these are white people who are freezing themselves and starving themselves, yeah. and then doing. Oh, I'm gonna be a superhero. Yeah, and uh, and then also they they even do something called transcranial stimulation. Mm, go on. Mm. Uh, uh, 
I'm sorry. <laughs> the head massage? Transcranial direct current stimulation. Uh, oh my God. Yes. And it was, uh, shown to be in certain studies, basically you attach electrodes to your, your scalp and then you, it sends in like, um, electricity. Electricity? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like, you electrocute yourself in your head. Uh, this first yeah. first originated in uh, old mental institutions. So then We're like, bringing it back. There are theories that oh, if you do it, like it increases focus, it uh, yeah. reduces hunger, and uh, you know makes you more alert, and um, it, it treats depression, reduces uh. auditory hallucinations. So these people were like going into Radio Shack when there was a Radio Shack and like buying like like wires and just like sticking them to their scalp and just like I feel more focused I'm so I'm super mad where's my butter coffee so is that what you, would you do that <laughs> bitches be eating cheese <laughs> eating cheese my god I can't if you get don't do that. it right you're just eating you're just cheese bitches be eating cheese but I would I would do the uh, the tank okay but that that is also just supposed like sounds interesting and fun I would do the cold one. I'd, I'd, I'd increase my levels of brown fat. But I don't think it, it doesn't work, <laughs> though. Like, there's, th- this is just like... This is who? Yeah. Well, what do you think? That this is just a big, like, placebo house of elements? Basically. Well, I don't know about the fasting thing. That's a little weird. This is the placebo house of elements. Maybe that's like the... That's the, the name of your... It's like like the, zombie horror movie. Yeah, yeah that's the <laughs> venue for the, the male roller, roller derby. derby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> male roller derby. Like... Would you do any sort of biohacking thing that, like, actually, like, I mean, hurts? B- going into a tank is one thing, like, a water. I do do, like, a hippie cleanse, which I didn't believe in until I did it, but it, okay. the weight loss is profound. So you're mm. saying if you don't eat, you lose the weight? The lemonade diet? No, it's some fucking Venice-based hippie herb guy that Go you... fuck yourself. 11 days. I you said can fuck eat, yourself. You can eat whatever you want on uh-huh. this list of things that you can only eat right <laughs> cabbage, <laughs> and, as much, cabbage and rocks i did hack it because i'm like well, you can eat turkey and you can eat eggs and i made 15 pounds of turkey meatloaf with eggs and i just ate chunks of meat and i lost like 20 pounds in well, 11 days doy you're just doing protein well and a bunch of herbs one of them was called small volcano because you shit a lot <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's body. That's what hacking. I need before my headshots. <laughs> yeah, you do I lose a lot some... of weight, but you also stop eating sugar and caffeine and alcohol. Like that's, I guess that's body hacking, not poisoning yourself for eleven days. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't know. That seems a little venice for me. A little too. Yeah, that that's interesting. Like the whole herb thing. Do you know what those herbs? I do? have not a fucking clue. This but I place... take them anyhow. Give me those herbs, Chinese yeah. herbs. <laughs> give me, give me, give me. Does this place have a parking lot? <laughs> In Venice? No, of no. course not. It's in Venice. It's called Ron T. Gardens. Exists. Oh my God! Of, yeah. I swear to God, yeah, yeah. his nephew was my best friend in high school. Really? I'm sorry. Yeah. Wow. Go, go on. What's Ron T. Gardens? I don't. Alex. Know. I was when you were saying Chinese herb from. I was like, oh man, I wonder if it was Alex's uncle. Ron T. That's Garden. That's fucking. Hilarious. What's Ron T. Garden? He's the guy who sells the the cleanse spin, kit. He's got a spot in Beverly Hills too. It's not Robertson, only. Lower Beverly Hills. Okay. Jesus um, Christ. But you went to the one in Santa Monica. No, I went to the one in Beverly. Uh, I I the was one going in Santa with the store right after the th- right off the Third Street Promenade. It works. <laughs> I, I I fought against it, and then the wife said we should try it, and I did it. And it's also something fun to do with a partner because it's like hard to do on your own. Yeah, but well, it, I think it, the- it changes. It, it's good. 
I think like that's the hippiest thing I do. Doing those sorts of things are, I think, are sort of like sort of mentally strengthening because you feel like, oh, I I, I have expressed uh, like will and and I've denied myself pleasure for eleven days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is a sign of intelligence. Delayed I, gratification. Okay. Delayed. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> where's Where's my wine? <laughs> Uh, it's tough. I wonder if that's how Alex lost all the weight because he lost a lot of weight. But I think he also started smoking cigarettes. That might have helped. Oh, there, that's what you should do: start smoking cigarettes. And but what about? Would you do any sort of electronic thing? Like, would, like there are also people who like stick magnets in their under their skin so that they can. Um, the ex girlfriend, her dad was like a Eastern medicine guy. He had an infrared sauna, and he was really into magnets and <laughs> colloidal silver and all that shit. Some of it works, I think. What? Oregano oil really works. Doing like, what? Uh, helping you fight colds. Not the current one that I'm suffering yeah, from. Yeah, how'd that work for you? <laughs> not, not how'd so that good. fucking work for you? Everyday colds, it, it actually helps. So some things how help. Does it, how do you know it helps? Because <laughs> I you, know. Do you, you ran like double blind studies? Triple blind. Uh huh, okay. <laughs> I took three blind guys. Yeah. Who <laughs> all said them. they were feeling sniffly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You get oregano oil, you get olive oil, you get... Or if it's a placebo, it's not expensive. Like, that's how I felt about acupuncture. I did it, and it cured my TMJ, and I, it may be just horse shit, but I don't have TMJ anymore, and I spent, like, 200 bucks. So, it mm. worked. Right. If it's a placebo, what was it? Bob shop of placebo? It's placebo <laughs> house, house of, of Elements. <laughs> the Placebo House of These Elements. These bitches be eating cheese! <laughs> cheese! It's, like, it's just got, like, one cooler just full of cheese, <laughs> and the other full of oregano oil. It's, it's like, like, it's the women's, it's like a year ago, the women's march is going on, and there's a chant going, you know, and then all of it in the background, you just hear, the bitches are eating cheese! <laughs> like, what is, why is that guy following us around? Why won't he leave us alone? Uh... I want to try an Eastern medicine thing. Go on. It's the the jade egg, the thing that you put yeah. up your vagina. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I saw a video about. Is it on Goop? Goop. Yeah. It Did was she on have Goop. a thing where it, you put a egg was, up your poo? It was on your poon. What's yeah. the correct nomenclature now? What are we saying? Poontang. Poontang. <laughs> Poonani. Pussy. Yeah. I don't know. We v- prefer poontang. But vagina. That's okay. I like poontang. Vagina. 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 Yeah. Uh, Scary beauty. What is it supposed to do? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Because okay. uh, <laughs> I heard a doctor say that's a really great way to spread infection into your uh, vagina. See, but I watched one video, only one, and it, <laughs> I love th- I love this. Okay, that doctor might have a point, but I saw a video. No, and the girl did it. And, um, she was like reducing, it was like supposed to reduce cramps and like they also steamed her vagina and, um, okay, you know, that's, and she was able to move the, the egg all the way up and then all the way down. And if you do that all the time, then like apparently you get better control over all the muscles in your vagina and you, um, have crack walnuts with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, good. it's good at the holiday. Jesus Christ! Yeah, like yeah, so there it helps you go. You, uh, Who wants like, a It helps you become like to the a ballet circus animal. Of the nutcracker. It becomes a whole different thing. <laughs> Hold on, I'll pit that cherry. Give me that. Give me that. Hold on. <laughs> and I tied the string in the there knot. You go. I tied the, the the stem in the knot just Ooh, for Ooh, that just needs to show a good off. kisser. Yeah. Um. What, with your vagina, I do, I do tie tiny weights to my penis just so I can, you know, have some lift with it. I, people yeah. do that too. Yeah, people are stupid. People do crazy shit. Whatever, bro, and keep it tight. 
<laughs> is this so you can grip better? Like I don't. Yeah. That's Kegels, right? I mean, that's yeah, a, but a, it's like so much more than uh, Kegels, like, you know. It's like uh, it's like holding on to something as opposed to just. It's like when you're clenching holding on to something. <laughs> you're clenching your fist, is you, and it can only get so strong. But if you clench your fist around a roll of quarters, a giant you're stronger. Jew, Jew's dick. <laughs> sure, Jesus. a giant Jew a Jew's dick. giant dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like you need that extra thing just to find it, like. So you you the, enter your woman and you're like, oh my god, are you gripping me with your your vagina? Is is that they the, made it sound like that you could like get your vagina to like if you put it like if, this, if we're talking in the sense of sex and you have a penis inside you, you can get your vagina to like give the tip a squeeze or like give on, the on, shaft a squeeze. Quadrant three, here we go. Ding, ding, ding. You get yeah. you feel that? Oh yeah, hold on, I'll, I'll get the tip. Wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna play like, a song on your. Yeah, it's like, it's like oh, like it's like when you're like, guess the picture I'm drawing on your back. It's like, guess the picture yeah. I'm I'm squeezing. What, on what your name room. am I writing on your dick? Sandy. Yeah. No, no, try again. They come with Morse code classes, I think, <laughs> the Jade Eggs. So that's fun. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, right, it seems well, fun, right? Oh, okay. Uh, just so everybody listening knows, the <laughs> health experts say that this is a very <laughs> bad practice. So. um yeah, Lauren Stryker. They use jade of, specifically because it's a healthy one for your insides. Uh huh. She, this, uh, I saw professor one video. Of clinical obstetrics one and video. gynecology yeah. says. Wait, wait, uh, what did she say? She says. This bitch is eating cheese! Now it's like morphing into. Many people have an idea that if it's natural, <laughs> it must be good, useful, or not harmful. Uh, Jen Gunter of, uh, San Francisco based OBGYN says, the stones are really porous. I'm not sure how it could be cleaned or sterilized between use, uses. You're supposed to just drop it in boiling water. Uh, it, yeah. Um, they they say that this is a really bad way uh, to... To, uh, to uh, die. You know, that you would, it's a good way to get uh, like uh, yeast infections shocks, or toxic shock. Yeah. So Whatever. So are tampons. Um, yeah. Well, you're not supposed to keep a tampon in for more than 12 hours. You're so. supposed to keep the jade egg in for like... A minute. Yeah, for as long as it takes you to move it up and down a couple times, like elevator it up and down inside yourself. Just, I can <laughs> just imagine just like ER rooms just being like, just full of people just like, I, I can't, I can't get it out. I got to pee. It's just like, it's jammed up in there. So jealous. Yeah. I can't walk around. Actually, we could walk around with an egg in us. In your butt. In your butt. I wonder if gay guys do it for their butts. So butt they could, eggs. They could like <laughs> grip, grip some guy's dick and like... What am I? All right. that's, what Morris code am I? Right. Let me get my, uh, that's on. What song am I playing? Kruger's on your flute. Kruger's site gloop.com. Gloop. Yeah. I bet you could affect uh, the sound of your farts if you had that much control of your anus. Just saying. All right. Um, if it matters. How did we get to this? I, uh, this, I, I thought we were talking about, about the room, and Venice. all of a sudden it's yeah, oh, talking about biohacking. That white people do. Yeah. And I was like, oh, here's a fun white person thing. <laughs> a, a green egg goes up your vagina. I want to put a metal rod up my urethra. Is that bad? What is that called? That's called pegging. Torture. No, no, no. Uh, oh, here he goes. Right, here we go. Marty's fucking yeah. uh, oh, Google search engine getting you more should, like, tainted. hammer it in, don't you? I've seen it in, uh, in a pornographic film, and it is... It doesn't sounding. Look, it's called sounding. Really? Ah. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't look like fun. My dad had that procedure done when he had prostate cancer, and he said, I did not enjoy having a thing jammed down my pee-pee hole, but yeah. maybe it'll allow our pee-pee holes to whistle or something. Maybe we could... uh, I, I think it's one of those... Like... You can't get it wrong, though, because it's your dick I'm passing a, a tiny egg up and down. 
my fucking uh, dick. I've got jade stones that I need to jade. pass through my urethra. <laughs> Hold on, uh, Marty. Put your arms like this. I'm gonna I'm gonna kick a field goal. <laughs> beep, beep. Ow, my eye! You fucking dick. You might want to uh, boil that eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay. I have a vaginal steamer. Will that work? Uh, how do you steam a veg? That seems the, like the easiest part. She just had like a just big... squat over a pot. <sighs> For real, she just kind of had like a humidifier under her, and she just Ooh, it's squat- hot. Yeah, she squatted like- over it with like she. Get- they gave her a sheet because it was a video, oh, you know. Yeah, but she was good. just that's like, good. oh, Dignity. like. She basically was like, "What is Gwyneth Paltrow doing with her vagina?" That's what I'm going to do for this video. Okay. Um, by the Gwyneth way, Gwyneth Paltrow fucks with eggs. That's <sighs> what we're talking about. Goop. Goop. That's her website. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, you're you know, smarter than the now. average bear. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I don't um, keep up with the old, old Gwen. An yeah. old colleague of mine is dating her, and he was always so annoying. And I'm so happy he has to <laughs> listen to her at the end of every day talk about goop and. Putting eggs up her vagina. Yeah. Uh, she probably likes that part, though. Nah. Yeah. It, Unless it's, it's not, not real. <laughs> again, health experts do not recommend steaming your vagina. Really? Oh, they why? They do not. They say that... You don't want to make a... What about a, parboiling your penis? Is that okay? You don't make I get it to the sous vide about 154 for about that, four hours. You know, your vagina, your vagina has, is a self-cleaning oven. It has good bacteria. <gasps> and when you steam it, you're killing all the bacteria. doesn't taste good. And, it's too moist. Yeah, and you don't Are you saying wanna, in general? <laughs> just, yeah, so don't think that <laughs> like, steaming your vagina is going to rejuvenate your vagina or do anything good for you. So, do I mean, women that, that still... So what the hell am I supposed to do with this thing? <laughs> Not use it. Little talc. <laughs> Until I'm married? <laughs> oh, your vagina? Yeah. I thought you meant with like... Oh, with the egg in my hand? No. Yeah, I can make down. this a paper. And I'm yeah. so... I don't want to do see that Do not dip it anymore. in the salsa. Yeah. Do you Ugh. have some boiling water, by the way? No. Get oh, out. We'll fry it with the chicken. <laughs> All right. We'll fry it with the chicken. It's porous. Uh, I feel like when we were young, a lot uh, the comedy in, in the ethos... This is like and, silent? And, no, it was like silent vagin- movie? Silent movie. When we were watching, uh, you know, silent films. <laughs> yeah. Charlie well, Chaplin. You and I, you know, we, when we were watching... It was, there was a lot... Of, it's like a lot <laughs> of female so stand-ups would, would talk about the, the, the flavor and odor of their vagina. Like, that was a big, like, oh, you know, guys don't like the smell, or there was all these really crude Joan sort of jokes. Does anyone care about that anymore? Do like women think about the taste and or smell of their vagina anymore? No. Okay, good. Are we supposed to? No, I just as a, like a teen, it was always in my like, head. I'm like, you should be fucking they, happy you're down s- there, bitch. They smell or they taste bad. And I was like, and then I got into being that's misogyny. Okay, so we grew up in the age of misogyny. Good to know. Um, big time. <laughs> Go on, eating cheese. <laughs> All day. All day and all night. Well, if that's not... No, pussy smell fine to me. I never had a problem with them. But I just remember the, the, the joke culture, the, the, the misogynistic. Is that uh-huh. the word? Internalized misogyny coming from those female comedians. Talking yeah, about, going, oh, we don't smell good. Like, eh, it smells... I mean... That's just them trying to justify why their husbands won't go down on them. Uh, because they need to make them that feel better. What's the real reason they won't go down? But Dick, because misogyny. Does Dick oh, right, taste right. good? I, I can't imagine that tastes like a fucking basket of strawberries. I can tell you. <laughs> from, experience, from experience. It's a little salty. Yeah. A little uh, Depends on what he did that day. Yeah. Um, what is it? Rusty Penny? <laughs> That's a That's butt. blood. Oop. Well, times have changed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you say? A butt. <laughs> oh, butt. 
Oh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's a, it's a <laughs> callback. You'll get there. You're young. It's a callback. It'll happen. Uh, and if, if this is not the best sort of... Uh, I just hope when it happens, you stop and you're yeah. like, oh, those two old fucking weirdos described it perfectly. It, it is. Like, it's like a Betty. This conversation made your holidays better, everybody, because... Happy if, New Year. Yeah, there's nothing that says... What a soiree of flavors if mm. you're going down on a girl and go from butt to mouth. But at, but to... Vagina. Back Mass to mouth. A to, A to M, as A- they say. Oh. Is that no, A to V. I don't know. No. Mass to mouth is just going to butt. It's just eating butt. I just don't and want to be going down after. on a woman and then an egg pops into my mouth. That's my new fear. Like a big porous. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how we have babies. <laughs> Not those eggs. Oh. I, I believe a, a, a goop egg. Ass to mouth refers to in pornography when... Oh, wait, 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 wait. What? What? <laughs> Ooh, look at the time. Uh, it, uh, your wife just came home. Yeah, when the male performer... So, uh, Marvel's got a very exciting cadre of uh, new movies coming out. You guys can look it up. Um, What's your wife? Out? That's like from like a Kevin Smith movie, isn't it? No, it, it's... A, I think it's every Kevin Smith movie. They have a whole fucking thing about it in Clerks. You don't go ask your mouth! Oh. Sometimes it's, you can watch anal in, intercourse to oral intercourse. Yeah, and, and then probably... whoever the hot girl in Rosario and uh, it's, it was it Rosario Dawson since it almost came out of my mouth. Whoever the hot girl was in Clerks too, like gets on to like the main guy's lap and goes. Sometimes you go out to mouth, and then like cuts, and you're like, ooh, sexy scene, mm. Kevin. Oh, um, wow. I don't know. Yeah, sounds like a bacteria party. Yeah, yeah. They also use the word porch monkey a lot in that movie. I don't know what's a porch monkey. Ooh. They use it. It's a bad word. They were trying to take it back. Oh. That was like the whole joke. Oh. Of Clerks Which Clerks? Clerks 2. Oh. I'll have to put that in my Netflix queue when they mail me the new DVD. (laughs) (laughs) That's still still a thing. Yeah. Will they mail you a DVD? Oh, my parents, they have always have a stack of of envelopes right next to the TV. Really? How do they get more than one? Can't you only get like two? Well, they're, they're on the they two. don't return. They, were, they used to be on the three plan. <laughs> Netflix is like these fucking idiots in California. You're taking all the old DVDs. Let them have Let it. Let them have them. They used to be on the three plan, now they're on the two plan. They're, oh, they're times are tough now. I, know. Yeah, oh. I can't watch that many DVDs. Stock market's not doing well. No, it's going to it's gonna skyrocket plan. on Monday. Is it? Why? Because of the tax bill. It, it's not law. It's just... Yeah, know, oh, Mar- it's, look at Marty's sneaking in a little politics. It's all about mood. It's all... I know. Didn't Enough the stock market do well when Donald Trump got elected? Yep. It's been doing... But it was doing well under Obama, too. So. How do we go from ass to mouth to the stock market? Um, I think it made sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to... the weather outside is but So, okay. I hope everybody has a great uh, holiday and or is having enjoying a great holiday. Uh I hope you listen to this with the whole family I know. by get, the fireside. Get the whole family around, and then we've not talked about enough stuff. We haven't talked about cum. No, mm-hmm. and then and then everybody. How is cum doing these days? Cum is so eh, a little overrated. You know, and then get your family together and watch watch the Gaspar Noé like uh, filmathon that's on TNT. The who? Gaspar Noé. Noé. No, he's a French guy who did like irreversible, like you know, just like incredibly violent, like like. Uh, very disturbing movies. Did he direct? Irreversible. What was the other? A French gentleman? Yeah, yeah. He did that other one where the guy gets smashed in the head with a... Uh, Indiana Jones. He fire, fire extinguisher. Um, the, those bitches are eating cheese? Those, that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All day. That was yeah. Oh, 
was. That, was good, that movie yeah. was a little violent for me, though. Yeah. Yeah. Bitches yeah. eating cheese. I'm sorry. Bitches eating cheese. Human centipede. Watch the trilogy. It goes They're doing in a, a human centipede trilogy on TNT. On TNT, twenty four hours. We it's, know movies. Yeah, they do. Wow, the barrel has hit the bottom of the well. That's <laughs> they, all they they're got. like. They're like people have had enough Christmas story programming. No more Christmas story. We're just doing human centipede. Mm. One two three. One two three. One two three. Really one, two, three. for Christmas? Yeah, yeah. TNT. Yeah, the Turner Network. Yeah, yes. Huh. Yeah. They're doing what for Christmas? They're really doing that violent fr- film guy? Oh, yeah. Uh, and so just after you're done so listening like, to oh, this podcast. It's like, oh, Die Hard's not enough for a Christmas movie. Let's see if we can get all these other ones. Love Actually is is wrapping up. It's hour four mm-hmm. of that mm-hmm. fucking tremendous movie. Uh, so good. Everyone it. is right in that movie. Uh, yeah. Not one person is maybe Do they all end up together in the end? They all end up happy. Not Emma yeah. Thompson. Oh, I, I don't know. She's not happy, nor is Alan Rickman. Uh, Fuck buzzer. <laughs> nor is the slutty secretary that was throwing herself at Alan Rickman the whole time. Uh, n- nor is that guy's book that ends up in the lake. Oh, no, um, he ends up happy. No, the book. Oh, whatever. <laughs> That's not the point. The point uh, is that he fell in love with his Italian maid. Uh, Spanish. He, I thought it was Italian. Oh, all right. She's Italian. Okay. He goes, it's like because he goes to Italy and he goes oh. like, "I want to marry you." <laughs> so, uh, thank you guys for. And I don't know exactly when this is going to air, but it might be the last one of the year. So, thanks for. A Why great- are you saying that now? Oh, because you, you're you, just like putting it on there. Yeah. Well, no, we're wrapping up. I'm saying why I didn't when you're saying, I don't know when this is going to air. Oh, it's yeah. like you're like really like breaking the fourth wall. Oh, sorry. Uh, the first wall. I don't think there's four if walls. This is the last one of the Happy year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We'll see you Happy guys for a great Happy New year. year. And we will see you uh, in next Tuesday. Oh, bitches. If that has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.